Hi, and welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. My name is Jonathan Messenger, and I am here solo today. No Griffin and no Bebop. It's been snowing in Chicago, and they're outside playing in that snow while I'm in here, feet up by the fire, recording this special interlude episode. This was inspired by an email I got from listener Jose Luis, who lives in Guadalajara, Mexico, who asked, Jonaham, okay, that's that's fine, Jose Luis, Jonaham, what's up with the Marlowe? If the adults are gone and Finn and everyone are gone, what are the kids and robots on the space station doing right now? Excellent question, Jose Luis. So I thought we'd take a quick peek at what's happening on the Marlowe, and then we'll be back on Friday with our regular episode. Jonathan. Oh, hey, Bebop, you came back inside. What is this? What, what do you mean? Are you doing an episode without me? No, no, definitely not. Because it looks a lot like you're doing an episode without me. Well, it's a bonus. It's like an, an interlude. So it doesn't really count. The listeners will miss my voice, Jonathan. Wait, are those my slippers? Maybe. And are those snowballs in my slippers? Uh, definitely not. Okay, well, <laughs> let's call it even, Bebop, and let's get on with the show, shall we? If you remember what happened in the last episode, the kids were on their way to a planet where they thought their parents might be. And so on this bonus episode, we're going to listen in to what's happening on the Marlow through the Marlow's intercom system in this special interlude episode season three, episode ten and a half, Attention Marlow Shoppers. Cosmonauts, this is your interim captain, Genevieve Brooks. It is now 0800 hours on day 13 since the adults went missing, and please listen carefully because I have some important news for you. First of all, let's do a bit of <coughs> a bit of housekeeping. <coughs> yes, Voltronics, what is it? Attention robots and humans! This is your robot captain, Voltronics Zoo. You're not Captain Voltronics. <laughs> That's funny, Co-Captain Brooks. Now, robots, I just wanted to say how honored I am that you all have elected me as your captain. What? We never elected you. I should be captain. I have a brain. Quiet, Lieutenant Cloco. Dogs can't be captains. Everybody knows that. Now, as some of you know, I had an accident just two weeks ago, where I was coming to the aid of the new robot Meg, who was malfunctioning and shooting off sparks outside the Marlow. That is the true story, and anyone who tells you different is a liar liar, heads on fire. The engineers disappeared shortly after that, and Elias, the boy engineer who was working on me, unfortunately did not get to finish his work. Voltronics, please. I have something urgent to tell the crew. 
As do I, Co-Captain Brooks. I'm not your Co-Captain. Please, let me finish, Co-Captain. So, some of you may have seen me in on my best form, with one arm missing. I'm just going to come right out and say it. Whoever took my arm last night while I was recharging, please return it to the robot room ASAP. Ooh, what does this button do? Clucko! Please, no more interruptions and no more arm stealing. Whoever took it, just return it to the robot room in the next 10 minutes and there will be no questions asked. Actually, I have a question. If you only have one hand and you can only count on five of your fingers, how do you know when 10 minutes have passed? Lieutenant Cloto, this is not the time for jokes. Please, return my hand. I need it, and I miss it. Co-Captain Brooks, all yours. <sighs> Thank you, Voltronics, who is not my co-captain. Now, on to today's business. First of all, we are still okay on food, though if Billbot Baggins could please stop baking so many seed cakes, we could make our supplies go a lot further. But I'm hungry. You're a robot. You're not hungry. Also, Mr. Tumnustron, if you could stop pretending that you've been turned into a statue, I would really appreciate it. It's scaring all of the young kids. And me. And you're scaring Voltronics. Now, on to the most important business of the day. What does this button do? Ah, Cloco, stop it. This is important. Early this morning, we received a signal. Some sort of beacon or distress signal from what we believe to be the explorer pod of Troop 301. Yes, that's what we believe. Voltronics, please. As co-captain, I should also help deliver this news. But you weren't even briefed on it. Still, they'll want to hear it from me. Anyway, we can't be sure, but its energy signature energy. matches that signature. of the Explorer Pod. We have sent a... Sent. Will you cut it out, Voltronics? I will not. Fine. We... We... Have... have sent... Sent... A... a return, return... Beacon. Banana. Return banana? Yes, it's a technical term. You maybe haven't heard of it. Cloco, could you please distract my co-captain? Sure thing. Hey, Voltronics, high five! What? Hey! That's my arm! It is. Shake on it, buddy! <laughs> Don't shake hands with my stolen arm! Whoa! Okay, now. We have not been able to lock on that signal, but we know the general direction it came from. And, rather than sitting here with nothing to do, like we've been doing for two weeks, I have set a course for the signal's direction. It's a risk, leaving the one place where both the adults and Troop 301 know to find us. But we have to take action. We must do something. <laughs> one, two, three, four, I declare a thumb war. Give me back my arm! Please, do as Voltronics and Robo Cloco are doing and proceed as normal, or whatever normal is these days. 
Thank you for your attention. Captain Brooks, over and out. All right, you know that my editor Griffin is not here right now, but he will be back on Friday for episode 11. What do we think of this special interlude episode? Genevieve Brooks is now running the show on the Marlowe. Will she get to the Explorer's Troop in time to help? Was that signal actually from the troop? I'm sure we'll get our answers as the season wraps up. In the meantime, I want to say thank you to Lucas from Goshen, Indiana, and Simon from Chicago for their sound club submissions. And I want to say thanks to Ben and Sam from Thomasville, Georgia, and Caleb from San Diego, California, for their answers to the riddle I had recorded just before their answers came in last week. So thank you both for that. And we will thank all of our artists and contributors and sound club members on Friday's episode. But that's it for today. So thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on Friday. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago, and it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.